getting ready to eat. Guys, uh, what's your favorite part of the bird? Well, Loader, actually, I prefer the stuffing. Because, <sighs> you know, it's like this stuff, and then you stuff it in the turkey's butt, and then you pull the stuff out, and then you eat it, and then the stuff comes out of your butt. Yeah, 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 you know, it's the damnedest thing, you know? <laughs> and then after it comes out of your butt, oh, there's all kinds of stuff you can do with it. You know I mean? You can take Leave it. us? <laughs> That's enough. Yeah, I'm sorry. Coming to you from beautiful upstate New York, this is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with the other host, Bruce Nightingale. Hey, I like that. I'm world famous in Poland. You're the other host, Bruce. I am the other host. Uh-huh. <laughs> but we have a guest. Uh, no, no, we have a, we have a third host. Oh, she's, she's a third host now? Third host. Wow. Congratulations, Steph. I didn't know you got a promotion. Hi, Steph. Definition of a co-host for the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Noun. One of two or more people who host something, such as a television show, together. So wait a second, you're telling me that Ron has been wrong for 200 episodes? The only reason that he's been calling you co-host and not calling himself co-host is because you don't say... Well, you can say, I am co-hosting this, but... But he didn't you say don't... he was co-hosting. Because he's always introducing the podcast. Not always. He's almost always introducing okay, the podcast. Okay, there you podcast. go. I'll take that one, but yes. So basically, whenever Ron introduces, he can say, I'm your host, and then, and this is my co-host, which is a synonym of other host. It means the same thing, Bruce Nightingale. And then, Bruce, if you did the intro, you could, call, you could be like, and this is my co-host, Ron. You are co-host. It's it's never been a power inequality. It's always been on the same. No, I don't feel equal. I feel like I was I was a you know okay enough very enough 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 discriminated. <laughs> Welcome to episode two hundred three. We're just moving right along, aren't mm-hmm. we? So a bunch of stuff has happened since episode two hundred two, Bruce. What was that, Bob? Well, something that I and Steph went to. Really? Where'd you go to? You went to. The Pinfools Tournament at RPC. Uh, yes, we did both play in that, Bruce. Yes, so you went to it. There we go. We got it. Nailed that one. Woohoo! The RPC. Okay. Yeah, that was just this past April 1st. Where, where is the Rochester Pinball Collective, Bruce? I don't know where it is. Steph, where's the Rochester Pinball Collective that you volunteer your time at? It's 349 West Commercial Street Suite. What is it? 2965 or 2569? Nope. You had it right the first time. Okay, cool. Where is it? It's above the Ferrari Pizza Bar in the Piano Works building. And where's that? In the town of? East Rochester, New York. There you go. One triple four three. Or is it one triple four five? It's one. Five. We're just going to like grill all the people on the show. Yes. You're so mean. I didn't say it, luckily. I was like, hey, if you start. Yes. And you know what? Zach didn't win it. No, he did not. Let's just have some applause there. Kevin, Kevin kicked ass. Kevin Manny from Buffalo won. Yes, he did very, very well. He was on El Fuego, on fire. On fire. So congratulations. Congratulations. You are the champion. Who won B Division, Bruce? Uh, I don't even know. Uh, it was Alec. Oh, it was not? Alan. Alan. Alan, yes. Who listens to the show and he's like, you dick. Mr. Dick. 
Yes, Mr. Dick to you. Yes. <laughs> okay, other than that, where do we go, Bruce? Uh, you went to Zach's house to play Foo Fighters. Okay, other than okay, not wrong. I'm saying I, I'm getting, I'm nailing this, two for two, baby. We went to the Texas Pinball Festival. Yeah, I didn't go, so I don't. And I'm the not misdirection about is over. Yeah, I know. I I had a couple more too. Yeah, a couple more bits. Yeah, I'm I'm yes. cutting the bit short. Because <sighs> yeah, we brought Steph on. I want an another opinion. Opinion on not just listening to me about all these games I played. I want someone else. So let's talk about other things before TBF. Why'd you bring it up then? Uh, we'll get to it. Did you know Bond's 60th doesn't have a knocker? No knockers? I, I just couldn't believe that. It's like, really? They couldn't put a knocker in that $20,000 and they couldn't freaking do a knocker? Yeah. That just, that just That's irked me. That's pitiful. That's a fail in my book. Uh, what else do I have here in my notes? Uh, I don't have many notes here other than TPF, but I have... Um, oh, it had a funny thing to happen with Stranger Things. It broke. No. <laughs> I think it was on the... The free play podcast, which can be heard on the Pinball Network, which is also where Silverball Chronicles. Oh my God! Just took him only fucking five minutes. A new fucking yep, record. Yes. <laughs> but George Gomez basically said, "More Stranger Things. More Stranger Things are coming." Is it going to be just a prose? Uh well, here's the problem. He said that, and then Stern came out and said. Good morning, U.S. Stern dealers. There have been rumors circulating on the internet that we are running Stranger Things again. Yes, rumors started by George Gomez saying it on <laughs> yes. the podcast. This is not true. We understand there's high demand, and we've worked on obtaining the license again for quite some time. However, we currently do not have the license, and if that changes, we'll let you know if it gets put in the schedule for next year. So, bad tease. That was like a dick tease. I wonder if they were working on it, and then and George said it, and they're like, no, 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 don't say that. Don't do it, no. No. But did, did you see that part, though? It's in high demand, Bruce. I know you hate the game. People are high. I agree with that totally. <laughs> so, Steph, what do you think of Stranger Things? I mean, I think it's a perfectly fine game. We have one. Would, you buy, would you buy one? It's not high on my want list. Booyah! Well, that doesn't mean anything. Like what? No, I have a very small. Exactly. I would buy that list. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't make the cut. So guess what? It's out of there. I mean, technically, Godzilla doesn't make my cut. So. Well, because you have one in the RPC. This is true. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, what else do we have? Rush accessories. Yes. The topper is a little uh, going out of our fucking mind. Uh, oh, what do they cost again? The topper is like... $1,600. And the expression lighting is, is what? I don't remember. That was. I think it's like 500 bucks. Yeah, that's actually a good deal. I'd rather have the expression lighting than the topper. Okay. The side armor just has the dude on it from 2112. Yeah. Nothing super fancy there. Dun-dun-dun. And I never go for the the shooter, the lit shooter knobs, because no, they're like freaking huge. I mean, especially it's on a game where you Rochester, have to Rochester huge uh, on a game where you have to soft plunge to hit skill shot. That's kind of yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it really sucks. So yeah, I wouldn't get no, that. But no, no, no. but uh, special lighting definitely, and the topper is cool. I like the topper. No, I I, I like the topper, not for sixteen fucking hundred dollars. But it's got a clock. Ooh, and it's got gears. Ooh. And, and the albums are on there. 
Ooh, ooh. Exactly. And it has shiny things on the albums. Exactly. Shiny things. Yeah. And that and the pound of 20s will still give you a pound of 20s. Okay, so Bruce is not... Not for $1,600. It's stupid. It's stupid. Okay, wait a sec. I buy myself a premium rush for, what, $9,500. You did? No, no. Let's oh. say if I did. Oh. Now, one-sixth of that price I need to pay for just for a topper. Think about that logic. Okay. That is, is a luxury. It's, it's a luxury, boy. Wait a sec. Steph, would you pay $1,600 for cruise control in your car if it didn't have it? Because that's considered luxury, would you, or would you not say that? I might not. See? So you would rather skimp on that, but might maybe get a good topper. I mean, 1600 to one person is clearly not 1600 to another person. I agree with that, too. There are people to whom it's like, oh, so a 1600 topper to make my thing even more valuable and cool and to make my toy even shinier? Cool, I can swing that. Let's do it. And then there's no, other think- people that are like, oh, my God, my rent. That is my rent. I think people are saying, I'm going to buy the 1600 topper because it's going to be $3,000 in the next two years. That's exactly what they're thinking. That might be some people's impetus, yeah. Do they say it like that? Oh, go, boy. I boy, think boy, so, boy. man, because I'm going to make some money here. It's just, ugh, come on, guys. Okay. It's a different one segment s- of the market, one that one we do sixth. not intersect with very much. At one sixth. Just keep on pounding that into your head. So the question is, did I get any accessories? You probably got the lighting. Yeah, I did. They had to have. And I, I got the topper. Oh, you fucking goober. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Wait, Ron, hey, seriously, hey, you got you're, the topper? You got the topper. And so guess what? It, you ever remember those old cartoons where it said, you know, had the head of the donkey and it said jackass? Here's your sign. So I just, or, or sucker. It would change into sucker, a sucker. Yes, yeah. into a yes. Yeah, yes. I, I, I got you. Did you actually pay $2,100 extra? I wouldn't mind the $500. The $500 is a good investment. It makes the game interaction better. You actually paid for the topper? Yeah. Oh, my fuck. I mean, God. it could make the game interaction better, too. How? It has gears, and they move. Okay. okay. Uh, so, so you know what? Hear it. I should probably shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and it, they show what albums you have for the combos, I believe. Yeah, it makes your interaction better. In interaction better, just like Steph said. Again, Rush Accessories now available. I'll let Bruce stew there for a while. Rush out and get them. Oh. Or Rush to don't get them. I don't know. Let's see. What else do I got here? Um... That's about it. So let's. Okay, let's, we're done. See you we're later. Done. Bye. <laughs> Texas Pinball Festival. Let's do it. There's a bunch of new games there. Uh, I will say, I think it, it was it was extremely crowded there. That's what I heard. It was ridiculous. I think we have got to back to pre pre uh, pandemic level crowds there, and then some. I think this was the, the biggest crowd I've ever seen there. Now. Do they need a bigger place, or do they have yes. to start limiting yes. sales of tickets, no, maybe? bigger place. They need a bigger place, which ain't going to happen. I think they've already, they already have the dates for next year's, and I believe it's at the same place. So it was just, it's just so crowded. How long did you wait for games, guys, to play on? 
Well, <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of lines. A lot of lines. It's turning into line con. <laughs> so, Bruce, why don't you get us started? Just pick a game. Pick a game. Pick a new game, and we can get into it. Foo Fighters. That didn't take overly long to get into, because they had a ton of them at the Marco booth. Okay, what did they have? Pros? Uh, pros Only? and premiums. Oh, they had premiums? Okay, good. And they had one of them hooked to the speaker system they had there, so you could actually hear it. Because it was hard to hear games, individual games, because mm-hmm. it was obscenely loud. When you would walk in, it would just hit you. Like you could feel the air of the sound hit you as you walked in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have some videos of some of the new games, and I was going through them last night. I'm going to post a caption advising people to turn off the sound, because it's just a wall of sound. It is unreal. That was good. It was a successful show, I'd say, based on the amount of attendance. Foo Fighters was good. I liked it. Would you like, did you, try, did you play the premiums? I uh, played premiums and the pro. And? Which is better? They both shoot good. Uh, the thing, thing about the pro is the Area 51 multiball, it starts if you just hit the right ramp a number of times. Hmm. The premium is more, I think you have to hit the, a loop or whatever, and then you got to hit the Dursa Diverter, and you got to hit a target. Yeah, the Pro is basically, the big negatives of the Pro is that it's basically adapting what was intended for the premium as best it can, but it's compensating for the fact that the upper playfield has a lot of significance for, say, Area 51, and for, I think, jackpot boosts, and that's why you only hit the bright ramp like five times to get Area 51 instead of having to do the upper playfield loop. And the boosting jackpots are suddenly every shot on Foo instead of just on the upper playfield, I guess. Because they're having the challenge of translating shots on an upper playfield to shots on one playfield that are still fun and achievable. Described it much better than I could. I'm not biased at all. The Foo pros have, um, they actually do have the hole for the, um, the ball saver. It's not drilled any differently. Really? Yeah. I wonder if that'll be a uh, kit. They got a piece of spring steel like over it that covers it up. But I, I double checked on, um, on Zach. Zach has a pro, as a Foo Fighter pro. And I just I put my finger underneath there and got, yep, the hole is there. <laughs> <sighs> I knew you would say that. <laughs> I, just, I just put them on the tee and you just, just take, yes. I mean, to be fair, that was some low-hanging fruit. That was low-hanging no, fruit. Oh, it was really low. Speaking of low-hanging, uh, oh, just kidding. I, I had no other... Uh, I failed there. Uh, I'd say it was the best game of the ones I played, the new ones. I, I would rank it number one. Okay. W- were there any negatives to Foo? I mean, the aforementioned pro-premium translation... Ron, I think you can attest to this. It's a bit confusing when you get into one of the multiballs and suddenly all of the shots are blue and then there's red shots and you don't know what's happening. Yeah, yeah, you get into a yeah, you're getting you yeah. get into a multiball and then you hit the right ramp while you're in multiball and all of a sudden another multiball starts. Yeah. And that wouldn't be as confusing on the premium, I think, because of the rule set how the rule set translates to the intended upper play field. Or at least that's the impression that I'm getting. Yeah, and the um, the pro art is better, which oh, always yeah, upsets that's what me. Always it, if you want, if you want like the premium, it's like, damn it, the pro art works better. Those are my only negatives, really. Okay. 
Oh, and I, I guess I've seen some posts from multiple people that the, the left ramp, the plastic that's over it's it. It's already cracking already. It's going to break. Like if yep. it hasn't broken, it's going to break. Yes. It's too thin. Well, and speaking to Zach, he thinks the left ramp was designed poorly. Ooh. Because basically it, it just goes straight up and it, it just, the ball just plows into the plastic almost every time you hit the ramp. So it's going to break. It also whips around crazy fast sometimes to the point where... The angle is almost like, uh, what's it called? Uh, Johnny Mnemonic almost. Kind of, yeah. But I think it's even sharper than that because it's a little closer than Johnny. And a little far over to the left, so it's going to be steeper angles. More acute angles, I guess. Acute. Acute. I love Johnny Mnemonic. Really? I never knew that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, who knew you like Johnny Menomina? I know. Johnny Menomina. Okay. Okay, give us another game, Bruce. Uh, we Scooby-Doo, because you guys really haven't seen it yourselves. No, we have not. We uh, Yes. They had, if I remember by my count, Here seven. Here we go. This is going to be the fun part. They've had se- they had seven Scooby-Doos there, and the line, the line never got within like 10 people. It was an impenetrable wall of people. I could barely see the Scooby-Doo's from where I was. They had a mystery machine there, like the van. Mm -hmm. Everything I've heard, Scooby-Doo plays insanely easy. So you never played it. And people just played it forever, and the lines didn't really move. Because it's a long-ass playing game. But you guys never played it? Neither of you? No. I did not play it. So you both failed for this show. My dad got to play it. Okay, what did he think? Why don't we have him on? Uh, I don't remember what he said. Wow. It wasn't like, oh my god, this is tremendous or anything. But it wasn't like, oh my god, this is terrible either. They had two TNAs. They were always free. I played those. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Oh, did I say that out loud again? Oh, I like TNA. Oh, TNA's good. Oh. Okay, what else? Okay, what else do we have here? How about Godfather? Yeah. that. <laughs> wow, Steph, there's some encouraging news. Yep. Played that. <laughs> How many multi-balls did you get? Yes. But so you must have played the Cordelone, Cord- uh, Cord- whatever. What's the name Corleone. of the family? Corleone. Yes. No, that's... what happened was Corleone. I was in, I was playing with three other people and said three other people had to bail. Oh, Because God. they had to do a panel or a tournament thing or something. So suddenly I have to finish up these three games and I feel like an asshole standing there with a four-player game. Like, great. And I couldn't stop getting multiballs because everybody had advanced to one of the multiballs at least. And there are at least two, if not three, multiballs that are about the same depth to achieve in the game. So you have like the Sicily multiball, the compound multiball, and the turf war multiball. And they're all different, but relatively easy to hit shots. So I, I kept getting multi-balls to the extent that because it was a four-player game, I started having flashbacks to the GNR game that Ron, Zach, and I were on at the co-op. Did you get the multi-ball multi-ball? That's very important. Multi-ball, multi-ball! I don't know, but like... And it sucks that that was my impression, and I think I was sort of influenced by the fact that I was trying to rush through like three or four players. But... Otherwise, the game played a lot faster than you'd expect. All the habit trails were a lot smaller than you'd think. They look like 
big things, but they're actually pretty fine. And how about the habit trail that goes to the right in lane? Wicked fast. Yeah, and it, it hits a target. It has an in lane target, like Foo Fighters does. Yeah. And if you're not ready, it comes down, hits the target, boop, goes right Done. down the in lane. And if you're too slow, you miss it. Yeah, the the game was wicked fast, which was really cool. I didn't hate it. I mean, I I would probably play it again, um, so long as I was aiming for something that wasn't three multi balls in a row in a competition, just because that gets stressful in its own way. By far the best flippers of any JJP show game I have ever played. Okay, well that's a good sign. Yeah. First game, I played with my dad. First game, we didn't really do anything. Second game, I had at least four different multi-balls. Everything was lit. My dad said I was hitting jackpots and supers. That was good. Yeah, I hit that guy, the the dude who, with the gun. I hit him a lot. That seems to be like the shot they give you so for newbies. Like, hit him and stuff happens. Yeah, he's the bash toy. And, I, and he leads to a multi-ball if you hit him enough, I think. Because that's where Turf War multi-ball ends up. Looking at the game, it's like, where's Ava Goda at? And I realized Ava Goda is only on the CE. Mm. Oh, so disappointed. So you got to buy a CE, Ron? Yeah, if I want my Ava Goda. Yes. The gauntlet has been thrown. The art's good. I mean, it shoots all right. I was in multi-ball a lot. I wasn't crazy about the call-outs. The New York accent is kind of painful. Yeah, it gets it gets old. And the weird thing they do where they, they show a clip and then the clip kind of dissolves into a newspaper. So it goes from like really good quality to grainy. And they do that with the clips. It's kind of, eh, I wasn't really feeling that. I'm sure it's super deep and those who like a lot of stuff to do in a game will be very happy. Yeah. I just don't know if the theme fits itself great to pinball. Okay. Or at least excitement. It's not really, you know, it's not like Goodfellas or something. That would have been interesting. Mm, that would have been really good. You get the car exploding whenever you get your ball saved on the drop target that goes back to the shooter lane, I think. Is that Michael's wife dying over and over? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Yikes. Poor Michael's wife. I can't remember her name from the movie. Wow. Okay. Final resistance. Final resistance. Oh, yes. <laughs> I loved it. You loved it. So I loved get it. P3, you're buying it, huh? No. No. Shooty cannon thing go fast. Goes really fast. Uh, yeah, when I saw this thing, originally when I saw the trailer and then I saw a stream, I think Buffalo Pinball streamed it, I'm like, it's TNA 2.0. It's the same exact music style. It's the same voice. I think it's like the Siri woman. Or something. It's it's generic, like it's public domain, you can use the voice. So it's literally the same voice that's in TNA. It's fast. Is it enjoyable? Is it fun? Love the uh the light show. I like the concept of the instead of all the stuff moving on the screen, it's like the play fields on the screen. It's more like playing visual pinball, honestly, than a typical multimorphic game, which that's kind of how I got into pinball to begin with, was visual pinball. So, and it had features that I did had no idea what to do with, so I'd have to play it more. Like, I was getting power-ups or something, so I had, like, an inventory that was building, but I didn't... Use them? I think it said you hit one of the other buttons to use them, but I didn't know, like, when I'm supposed to use them or how to select one. 
It was simple, fast, in your face. I liked it. Yeah, it was it was definitely fast. I feel like my opinion is not developed enough because it was at the very tail end of the show that I played it, so I was probably zonked out, you know, being up eight forty five two days in a row when I'm supposed to be on vacation is kind of draining. Especially you chose that. I know. I know the eight to five the eight forty five to one AM life is something I chose, but that didn't stop me from being tired and all I could hit was this one scoop and it just kept happening. And it was like, okay, this is cool. It 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 would have started me a Ferengi multiball if this was uh, Star Trek TNG, but it wasn't. And so my experience was mostly, oh, I can hit this scoop a lot. But the people I, I was with uh, playing it, Ray and Jermaine, they, they were having a really good time. And we had the, uh, the benefit of having Bowen talking us through the ideas of the game. And I know Ray and Jermaine were... They seemed pretty impressed. I mean, I was... I, the shots that I could hit felt good. But again, most of the shots that I could hit ended up being scoop. So my opinion needs a little more experience to germinate and mm. become a proper... Opinion plant. That's Bowen Karens, the uh, the rules guy for the game. And yeah, I talked to him. He called it TNA 2.0. So <laughs> there you go. I liked it. And if you have a P3, it's great because you just yeah. don't a module. That's yeah, the best if I had a P3, it. yeah, I would have already ordered this module. Okay, well, that's good. How much are the modules now? Are they four grand now, I think? I think we'll throw it's three. Well, I thought the original ones were three. I think they've gone up in price also. The thing, the only thing is, is it's got the raised buttons on the side. I know. Which for me, with my little Donald Trump hands, you know, I have trouble hitting all the buttons there. You and me both with my tiny, why are my hands this small hands? Yeah, I'm like, because I, I can get the flipper button, but to hit any of the other ones, I'm like reaching down. Oh, oh, I can't <laughs> hit Does up. P3 have like a help I am a child and have tiny hands mod because I would really benefit from that. And apparently I'm not the only one. Yeah, it's a separate, like it's not, it's not directly in the cabinet. There's another piece, like a wood that it goes in. So it's raised, which makes it further out too. Gives your muscles a really good and somewhat uncomfortable stretch in the hand. Yes. $3,400 that kid is. Uh, Weird Al is $35. Okay, what else? What next, uh, what next game? We got Galactic Tank Force. Galactic Tank Force. Yes. Uh, I went to the seminar. Yes, and? The game came in. I know, it drove in. It drove in. But that was a special model they just did for the show. It doesn't actually do that. Boo. I'm sorry. But yeah, it rolled in. And I know we had discussions of whether we thought the back box was motorized or not. It's not. It's not. That's a shame. I was bummed. I was hoping I would be like, too, hit a button nice. and the thing came up, but it, it, it doesn't. To tell you the truth, I, I like the, uh, the regular cabinet. Yeah. I, I know the whole tank thing is the gimmick, but I thought the regular cabinet was perfectly fine. And they have standardized on, on the cabinet now. It looks more like a stern. Yeah, it does. It doesn't have the curvy stuff anymore. It doesn't have the uh, LCD is like in the back glass. It doesn't do that now. It has just it has like the speaker panel. It almost looks like the same angle. It looks very similar to like a Stern. But they had a little issue with the games when they were at the show, didn't they? Well, let's see. This game is actually they had one outside the uh, the hall, so you could actually hear it. 
And yeah, it's really goofy, which I like. I'm a goofy type of person. Yeah, I'm kind of in love with the theme. Yeah, they, they went full camp. You're, you're trying to save the ice cream. One of the uh, banners that they had had like, because it's supposed to be like a campy kids TV show from the 60s or whatever. And they had fake merchandise drawn on it. Like Franchi drew a Captain Cayenne uh, action figure. I would unironically consider buying one of those. Launch boxes. They had launch boxes. Yeah, no thermostat. I was very disappointed. Yes, yes I, uh, like the artwork. It's like fifties for like yeah. old fifties style, fifties sci-fi. Yep. It had a lot of shit on it. Yeah, it does. And they've had problems with the post, but they said they're fixing this for the, the post. The post in the middle. The oh middle yeah. Post. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So the yeah the main issue with the game is they have a bunch of stand-ups in the uh, right below the tank. And one thing they didn't show in the trailer is that the tank the tank has a robot in it, and if you hit it enough times, the robot comes up out of the tank. Yep. Which they didn't even show. But when you hit these targets, it airballs big time. Like I'm talking like I've seen ones you hit the target, it airballs back to you over your flippers drain. <laughs> Insane airballing. I'm pretty sure the uh, airball effect is what got me my cayenne stucky. On the fancy version, I think there's um, plastic cutouts of Captain Cayenne and what's your name? Anoya, the villain lady. The villain lady. And I got a Stucky that landed squarely on that plastic on the left. And I was like, like, it was really funny. But at the same time, I was like, please don't break. And the whole, the the tank, like right in the middle, I felt like at times it was like if you played Iron Man and Monger came up and just stayed up, like you're always hitting it over and over. I would have liked it better if like maybe you hit it and something got out of the way and you could hit something else. I heard there's some special people in video modes. On video screens, you see some famous uh, people. Well, I know Steve Bowden is part of the lock animation. He is. Hi, Steve. Final bonus. Hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. How you doing? That was pretty cool. And how about motherfucking Pulp Fiction? Oh, oh, works good. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I collected Tank Force. I, I, I like the goofiness, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a goofy type guy. And uh, and supposedly they are addressing the uh, airball issue. Yep. And it seems like it was pretty solid. I mean, the rules are solid so far, so I think that's going to be a really good game. I think they're going to sell more than you think. So do you think it'll be their biggest seller? Possibly. Hot Wheels is a pretty good seller for them. What do we think it, the best seller is for them? It has to be Hot Wheels. Really? Easily. Oh, yeah. I think it's Houdini. No. Houdini's no? Just, no. It is. Okay. You don't see many Hot Wheels go up for sale, but you see a ton of Houdinis. Okay. I think you see more Houdinis rehashed on the market. All right. Pulp Fiction. Okay. Motherfucking Pulp Fiction. Well, I just saw the movie two weeks ago, and I was not impressed. Motherfucking lines. Wait, wait. (laughs) Motherfucking lines. Didn't you watch 20 minutes of it again and and quit? No, I watched the whole thing. Oh, you did watch the whole thing. It was terrible. Uh, Well, no, you're wrong again, but okay. It's terrible. How is it terrible? It just wasn't fun. You're entitled to your incorrect opinion. I like other uh, Tarantino movies, but not that one. Ugh. What about it didn't... What turned you off about it? I thought this It really was wasn't that funny. Like, I thought the middle part with him taking her out on the... You know, the, his, the guy's wife on a date was like 30 minutes of just wasted time. I know it was leading into the story a little bit, 
but it was really bad. I think Bruce hates briefcases, too. Do you not like the existentialism that was portrayed throughout the film? No, not really. Are you not, like, a fan of existentialist movies? Because everything, no. everywhere, no, all at once is kind of that, too. I know. That's why I didn't like that. Yeah. See, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff, Yeah, so I that's, that's a total turn off for me. I don't know what that word means. <laughs> Look it up in the dictionary. It sounds really long and complicated. Contemplating one's existence, the nature of life, whether or not the guy unloading a whole clip at the Pulp Fiction guys and missing them with every single bullet yeah. is a freak accident or a miracle. You know, the thing that they debate for the rest of the freaking movie. Yeah, they debated it too, way too much. And then yeah, they, must, he, he based like his whole future on that and got his friend killed for that. He lived and the other friend died. Yeah, it's the uh, ironies of life, the choices that you make, the butterfly effect. And the butterfly effect is where I... existential... But there was a game. See, there, there was a pinball machine there. Yeah, there was. And how, I heard that was a really good game, too. I wish I knew. She couldn't stand in line long enough. It was like a half-hour line easy, and I did not have the patience to do that. What did they couldn't have? Do it, huh? Four of them there? Yeah, they had four of them. I think two of the super shiny version and two of the less shiny version. And they were back-to-back. And the only reason I got to see them is because... There was space for people to move on both sides, so I was able to like go by, watch people playing, you know, hop up and down, try to get a view, squint as I walked by, um, as opposed to Scooby-Doo, which was in the corner. There was no way in hell I was getting over there, but the lines were just moving too slowly for me to bother. Well, also, I was going to have Ron come with me, but then he bailed, and then I bailed. Yeah, because I had already played it. And I didn't want to stand in line again. So what did you think of it, Ron, since you played it? So out of all the games that I played, it was the one game that I think I pretty much knew what to do. Right off the bat? Just because because they have, it just has alphanumeric displays. They, mm-hmm. they can't really tell you that much on them. So so everything is on the play field. Like all the, all the wording, everything is written on the play field. So it has the taxi thing. Are you trying to get the characters on one ball? I think it even has a carryover target, just like Taxi. It's Mark Ritchie, so it has the Indiana Jones Pinball Adventure lock shot. Literally the same thing, the three bank, except the lock is on the left instead of the right. And it rejected a fucking lock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I just had bad luck or what, but uh, when I played it, it must have rejected six or seven times. Ball flippers didn't matter. And I had people watching me. Every time I, it rejected, it was just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. It's like, yeah. But now I was playing proto number zero or whatever it was. I think it's mm. something like that on there. So maybe that's not an issue or won't be an issue on production games. Or maybe it was only an issue for me. I don't know. I mean, other than that, everything shot fine. I still think the uh, Samuel Jackson figurine where he's holding the gun out. I think his arm is going to get ripped off at some point. I just an airball is going to take that off. So, what do you think about it not shipping till the third quarter of 2023? <laughs> it's going to be a long time, yeah. It's going to be a long fucking time. I couldn't hear it either, but I'm assuming the sound's probably great. Yeah, being able to uh, comment on the sounds of any of these games is kind of not possible because, again, walls of noise. 
I can't wait to play all these games at the Allentown show. But um, I liked it. It's simple. Now, you have not purchased any of these games, Ron or no, Steph, right? I haven't, no. Steph, uh, if no. I give you $15,000, which game are you buying? 15K, both of you. I was nice enough to give you 15K each. Which one are you buying? Only can buy one, no. Can I test play them again? No. No, I'm just joking. I'll buy Foo Premium and pocket the rest. There you go. Part of me wants to buy Foo Premium. Part of me wants to get Galactic Tank Force because I know everyone else around me is going to have a Foo. Mmm, she's thinking smart. Mmm. Uh, the topper was awesome on Pulp Fiction. The dancing thing. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Meet a lot of people down there? I saw a picture of you. Oh, Marty was there. Marty was there. Hi, Marty. We talked about Fathom. I played some Fathom. Mm-hmm. I'll say that the water effect, you know, underneath the game. Yeah. That throws me, like, when I'm playing the game, when I see it in the corner of my eye, I think it's smoke. <laughs> I keep thinking it's smoke. Like, oh, shit. Fuck. The game's on fire. I actually get concerned. Yeah, Marty says hi. Hi, Marty. I miss Marty. I miss Marty. He hugged me, Bruce. It was okay. I knew he would. It was okay. It's okay. Yeah, see? I'll allow it. Yes. Also, talk to Damien. Damien was there. I walked by that area I, for the entire first day, but I didn't, never saw the booth until the second day. Wow. That's how it's just arranged. You could not pass certain areas. It was like near the one queen area, and it was like a. I walked through, and all of a sudden, I just looked like, Marty, what the hell? And so yes, was, there were two queen areas. Yeah, how yes, was queen? Two, two queen areas. Um, I didn't play it. Wow. I played it, and I can sum it up in the one word that was most commonly uh, said during the game. What? Just what? What does that mean? Just some unexpected things happening. Um, ended up playing in a four-player game because the guy is in front of us. The game... This guy was getting, he was getting his ball going, you know, having a good multi-ball, and again, the game locked up during a song change. And Excellent. then, so, all four of us played, and there was a lot of what is happening, not in that the rules were completely incohesive, you could understand what was going, but, like, just weird things would happen. Like, Raymond accidentally locked us all out of the Wembley multi-ball, <laughs> and we don't know how. So it needs a lot of work. It could use uh, some polishing, definitely in the code area, possibly also in like tweaking some of the physical things so that the habit trails don't launch the ball at you. And I don't know if the diverter was a code thing or a physical thing. Hmm. You know, my father was a big fan of a game in the Pinball Brothers area, but it wasn't Queen. What was that? Well, come on, that narrows it down. There's only one other game Aliens. that could possibly be Alien. My dad likes Alien. Oh, God. And so do I. If God. only someone else made it. Somebody you didn't want to buy it. You just said you didn't want to buy it, so it wasn't... No, it's someone else needs to make it. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, what other games? There seems like there was other games. Was there? Was there? I don't know. Was there, was there? No, there was no um, Bond 60th. Was not there. Really? Wow. Nope. So I thought... Did- I saw something that apparently they weren't supposed to be brought to shows. What do you mean? They're I not... don't know. Let me let me yeah, go what check because I saw some. 
I saw something on the uh, poor man's about how a distributor got in trouble. Hang on, let me let me vet. Okay, okay, I can see a distributor maybe. Before I, I, de- I start definitely talking not an, out of my ass. Definitely not oh an my. owner. If an owner wanted to bring theirs, like no, no, you're not allowed to bring that game. It's not allowed no, to be you're in not public at all. Yeah, poor man's pinball podcast says Stern is mad at the distributor who bought Bond 60th to MGC, but we are mad at Stern for charging 20k with no side blade art and a lame Photoshop playfield. And no knocker. Layout. Good layout, fun game, cool real scoring, shit presentation. Definitely for dudes that are excited to show off their big uh, weenesses. Three wow. cheese slices. Hey, Steph, I that sent was the, the poor picture. man, not me. I sent the picture to you guys a few seconds ago in the chat for our Facebook chat. Yeah, apparently one of the stipulations from Stern to distributors was no trade shows to keep it exclusive oh. or something. So you sent a Dr. Pepper Peeps marshmallow. Yep. Oh, I've had that. It's pretty good. <laughs> okay. Steph is a big Dr. Pepper person, so. Yeah, if you need to get me a soda, just get me a Dr. Pepper. Yep. I will take the cherry. I will take the strawberries and cream. If you find the chocolate cherry or the chocolate, give me. You could be a pepper, too. I'm a pepper, you're a pepper, he's a pepper, she's a pepper. Would you like to be a pepper, too? The remnants of Deep Root there, Turner Pinball. Yes, Turner Pinball with his oh, guaranteed working of a pinball machine. The Ninja game. Yeah. They shouldn't have brought it. <laughs> Don't bring a game that early in. It just... Yeah, it's very early it's in the... It's so early. It's so barren. Even, like, the homebrewers would be like, dude... You need to do better there. Come yeah, on. Yeah, it, it it did look like someone brought a homebrew, but with really good. Uh, but he's he must have the same that. marketing guy as uh, Deep Root had before because they just keep on making all the wrong moves with that company and the remnants of that company. One of his incorrect moves is when he does videos. He's got like the two Razas in the background. No, yeah. no, do not remind people of this. No. <sighs> so a good show though, huh? How did the tournaments go, guys? Hey, tournaments. We know everyone loves tournament talk. Everyone just clicked it off on right now. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Classics, Escher, Lefkoff won. Uh, the main tournament, we had um, Carl, D'Angelo won. Who won the women's tournament, Steph? Hang on. I am at the tournament page, and I do not see anything for that. They did the the limited qualifying, and I sucked at classics again. You got to play four different games. You get eight chances, and I didn't was nowhere near close getting in. Steph made it in. Congrats, Steph! Second year in a row. I didn't make it in the main tournament either, so I I suck. I guess. Well, we know that. Thank you. No problem. That's what we're here for. Yeah. I was 43rd. Uh, I was told I played incorrect games. You do play incorrect games. Yeah, I was told I was dumb. Everyone, next time you see Ron at Allentown, just tell him he plays the incorrect games. I don't know how dumb I could have been. I mean, I'm like, I'm looking at this here. I'm 170-something points away from even getting in the top 24 to even make the playoffs. So I don't, I don't know how playing a different game would have helped. Games, we said plural. Still, I still don't see how it would have helped. I think it was some sort of thing about what you were doing, you know, which games you were playing and the opportunities, the uh, various thresholds for how many points you needed. It's like, well, you only had to get this much on this game, but you instead tried to get this much on this game. Hmm. I guess I need a coach. I believe 
Megan Shattuck won. Okay. And this was all streamed on, I think it was Wormhole Pinball. Yeah, it was Wormhole. So if you want to go back and look at the VOD, let's see. And they had they had games there like, uh, they had, Al- this is Alien. oh, Alien Poker, Atlantis, Attack from Mars. Yeah, Black Knight. That was like the first game I played. I, I got, what did I get on that? I got 1.3 million. I had the number one score for a while. Mm. So that was cool. One of a few things I did right. Then I had, a, let's see, Congo, Firepower. Uh, I got third on that overall, 895,000. Then uh, Foo Fighters, Godzilla, Grand Prix, Mars Trek, Spirit of 76, Taxi, Volley, The Walking Dead, and Wildfire. They call it Wildfire. Wildfire. They call it Wild. Steph's there like, what the fuck are you saying? Yeah, I have no idea what's going on. No idea. It's it's wow. a song from the 70s. I gathered yeah. it was a song. About a horse. Yes. I don't remember who did it. He had like three names or something. Like Michael something something or something something Murphy or something like that. Yeah, that was the tournaments. It was great. I guess our tournament's uh, coverage wasn't the best. I mean, I was playing other things. You actually enjoyed the show. I blew all my entries, obviously. And yeah, a lot of Saturday, I was actually in the hall playing stuff. So I I didn't see a lot of the uh, playoff action. But Steph was in the playoffs. She was in the Classics playoffs. (laughs) For like a hot second. Aww. And then Bankable happened. And I had four house balls. And then I was no longer in the tournament. So I got to watch everybody else play in the tournament. Actually, I think I went up back to my room and just laid down for a while, read a book. And then the last round of the tournament was super close, ended up in a three-way tie for all the marbles, went to old Chicago, and Escher just sort of uh, exploded the game. And that's how Escher won. And then the uh, main finals were later. Yeah, I think they finished at, when I was looking at it, I was predicting around 2 in the morning. Uh, I think they finished around 147. Um, I was half asleep. I do think that's about when they woke me up to tell me who won. Or, you know, I just overheard it. I'd be like, why did you wake me up? Yeah, I'd be like, let let me sleep. I mean, when people talk around me, I usually wake up. So I just sort of was roused it was definitely after midnight, because after midnight, I was like, I have to get all of my stuff together and bring it down to the tournament area for a match play by 8.45 a.m. I should go to sleep. After midnight, we're going to let it all, all hang down. down. Yeah, yes. Hey, I got up early enough that I had breakfast. <gasps> Whoa. Saw Rebecca Salem. She had her biscuit, her infamous biscuit. And then My the biscuits bells. are burning. <laughs> and then the Bells tournament was a blast, even though I played like absolute um, dog poop. I think I was 60th out of 64. But okay. it was cool to see everybody and play with everybody. Anything else happened at the show that was pretty interesting? Or your flights were um, on time? Everything was good with that? Yeah. The hotel was nice? Yeah. 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 After the show, we found a uh, bar, I guess it was. 
that had a cup. It was closing in like an hour, and we didn't realize when we rolled up to there, and we were like, "Oh crap!" So, but we went there because there were like twenty pinball machines. So, like the Dallas area had like at least three places with ten plus pinball machines. All of them were closed on Sunday evening, but um, it was really cool to be like, ooh, well, also that or you would have to go like into the downtown of the city and we didn't want to. That's good. I'm glad you guys had a and good time. Was, and there was Whataburger and yep, In-N-Out. Yep. Animal Style is the way to go. And Animal Style No Spread is the way to go for fries. I'm trying to think, is that dirty? Animal Style? I don't know what that means. It means that you put Thousand Island dressing, caramelized onion bits, and cheese on your burger in addition to the stuff. And the animal style fries is same stuff slapped on the fries. No spread is none of the Thousand Island dressing. You want the Thousand Island dressing. You don't so want cheese. Yeah, you do not want. Uh, well, yeah, you. For yes. me, it's the the Thousand Island dressing was too overwhelming on the fries. It's great on the burger. And this was good fast food starved Easterners talk. Okay. I had the same issues last year where all these like TPN people were there and I didn't run into any of them. Because <laughs> they just block you right out. <laughs> like I wanted to talk to Dennis Kriesels two years in a row. I have not seen him. Wow. I have not seen him at the show and I know he's there. And I was in the hall for hours at a time and I didn't see anybody. Ron, they're avoiding you. I think they're avoiding me. I definitely agree they're avoiding me. Oh, well. Next time, you just I'll come down next time. You can hang out with me. They'll hear my voice, and they'll go, You always Bruce. say you're coming, and you never come. I know. Just just stick with Ray. You'll eventually accidentally find them. Unfortunately, uh, I got my vacations planned out till 2024. <laughs> All of them. Wow. Yeah. Let's see. I did have uh, one person was in the, I think, the tournament area. He asked me, like, do you do a podcast? Your voice <laughs> sounds familiar. Yes, I do Silver Ball Chronicles. That's where I've heard you. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think that's the one he listened to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that's the one thing. Uh, last thing about TPF. Oh, okay. yeah. The Twippies. The Twippies. The Twippies, which I, I actually didn't see the awards, but I did. I did send you. You saw the video. I sent you right, Bruce, mm-hmm. where yes. they announced all the nominees for best podcast, and I think Slam Tilt got a slightly louder reaction than uh, Silver Ball Chronicles. A lot of them, we a lot of them didn't get a lot of reactions, and we got a pretty good reaction for our show. We got a pretty good reaction, but I'm just saying it got a, it got more of a reaction than than Silver Ball Chronicles. Man, oh, that is an oddly specific straw. Hmm. Oddly specific. So let's see. I got the results right in front of me, Bruce. Yay. Oh, come on, Bruce. Remember, we had we had we had them on to talk about the Twippies. We have to uh, at least go through the results I know here. I know. The best theme. The winner was James Bond. Okay, I can agree yeah, with that. I totally agree with that. It wasn't overly close. Weird Al was second. Hmm? Rush third, Toy Story fourth. I think Toy Story would have been because of higher. Toy Story Four. Well, yeah, if it was it's four. if it was the original, I think it would have been a lot better. I really still did. there was a point at the show where I was it was while I was on Godfather or waiting maybe this was before I was trying to finish up the games where I saw a little girl dragging her dad over. You know how when kids point at something they don't put their hand down until they're there. They don't just point, put down, and move. They haven't figured out the cadence of how long is too long to point. 
basically she was doing the point and drag, dragging her father over towards the Toy Story game. So, like, that was actually kind of heartwarming to see. Like, the theme does resonate with the intended audience, even though it is Toy Story 4 and not Toy Story 1. Which means that we Toy Story 1 oldies are apparently not the intended audience, I guess. I, I like it as long as I don't have to hear the music. <laughs> then it's then it's fine. Then it's perfect. Yep. Let's see. Uh, favorite pinball mod of 2002. This wasn't even close. The Godzilla Neon Tokyo sign. Yep. Which I have in my Godzilla. Yeah, man, slaughter. The uh, the second one was a uh, Stranger Things Lab set. Heard that or seen that, so that's pretty bad. Let's see. Wow. Okay, we got uh, another landslide victory here. We got best sound. Rush yeah, by gee, Stern. That was a surprise. It got uh, like 1,236 first place votes. The next one was uh, Weird Al with 485 first place votes. Mm. Uh, so basically, if you get a band pin in, you're a shoe in, except that there were two band pins this year. So it was the more produced one that was a shoe mm. in. The next one surprised me. This was actually way closer than I thought it would be. Favorite pinball convention or event? Convention event. I figure TPF is going to win. Well, it did. But right on its heels was Chicago Pinball Expo. I mean, that is the other major thing. And if you can't mm-hmm. get down to the South, that's going to be your big thing. But it wasn't close, this close last year. I think Chicago Pinball Expo, with the changes they made, with the different layout, and having actual working games, greatly improved their, uh, yeah, their, their, you know, their voting, their status. Because they... Had 519 first place votes to Texas is 582. What's the big Western thing? Is it would it still be Indesk at this point, or is there a different show that's poised to be the big Western show? You have to say I would actually say for it, California Extreme or Indisc. Yeah, That'd well, be the two. yeah, the wet. Well, that's not even on here. Uh, West it, Indisc is the the first West, the most West thing on here. Yeah. The most West. Let's see. Favorite homebrew pinball machine. Elf. Uh, second was Dukes of Hazard, which I got to play. I thought, and you know what I was thinking? If you really wanted to piss someone off, you could make a Dukes of Hazard pin and you put the, uh, the Duke boy cousins in there. Oh, instead of bad. the Duke boys. Original. <laughs> yes. See, Bruce <laughs> knows what I mean. Steph has oh, no idea. God. See, Steph, Dukes of Hazard was like really highly rated show. I mean, uh, you know, I don't mean... Uh, critically highly rated. I mean, good ratings. And the two stars decided to hold out for more money. So they replaced them with different Duke boys that just all of a sudden there was different Duke boys. And as a kid, I remember watching it saying, where the hell the Duke boys at? (laughs) What happened? And uh, the audience pretty much thought the same thing as it tanked badly. So they got their money. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Was it Tom Wopat in... John Schneider? Schneider? John Schneider. Yeah, yeah I got it. Just a good old boys. I did enjoy playing Dukes at Hazard because it's, it's the Paragon play field. Yes, and if, if you do the Paragon stuff, good things happen. Like if you get all the inlines and get in the scoop, got multi-ball started. If you get in the right scoop enough times, a multi-ball starts. Mm. Let's see. We got the Lyman Sheets Award for best rules. Again, landslide. Rush. Rush. 1,159 first place votes to 391 for Toy Story. Uh, favorite pinball website, yet another slaughter. Pinside. What did they win by? 
1,306 first place votes to 301 for Nap Arcade. Okay. I'm I'm leading something with this. That's why. Oh God, so, I well, am leading something. Well, with this. they don't. I don't think they do it by that. They do it by what the percentage of points or something. They no, have they give you formula. how many first points. They give, they tell you how many first place votes there are because you sent the one to us. Oh uh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, we're so, gonna. I'm oh, just going. Oh, I'm, oh, okay, I'm leading okay. you in. Oh, okay. You see where I'm going yeah, with I see this? Where you're going. So, <laughs> best toys and mechs. We got James Bond. How many votes did that get? The funny thing is. It got 628 first place votes, okay. but Toy Story got 702 first place votes. Okay. But James Bond got more, I guess, second place or whatever. However, they do the formula. So yeah, it won the overall. Three, two, and one, I think you get. So first place gets three points, two, second place gets two points, third place gets I mean, points. I guess the toys bond on a wand. What's the Toy Story 4 one? The iPad? iPad or the jump, which was done before, but. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. I, I think it's cool. I, li- I like the jump. I mean, Rush is there. I don't... What's in Rush? It's got the time machine thing. That I mean, that's been done. Diverter. The diverter's the been done. The clock. clock has been done. The claw lock. Well, it's, it's not... Uh, same best Toys and Max. It's not saying innovative Toys and Max. No, it's just saying... All right. Let's see. We got favorite pinball YouTube channel. TNT Amusements won. How many votes did that get? 850. Wow, 850 votes. Straight wow. down the middle got... 547, so I wasn't close. Yeah. I'm kind of sad I didn't see uh, Tucky's reaction to that. Okay. Well, he won two in a row, right? I think he won the previous year. I have a question for you also. How much did the best game vote win? The best Most. game? Did I do that one yet? You, you did. Or you, no, I, you I didn't do that yet. Okay. okay. No, I didn't do that one okay. yet. I did best theme. Okay, best theme. Okay, sorry. Okay. Let's see. Best artwork. Toy Story. How many votes did that get? 903. First place okay. votes. Rush nice. got 530. Okay. Wow. And third was uh, Weird Al. Chipboard James Bond fourth. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. When I was yeah. at the show, uh, I, uh, I looked at some of those, and it's just, uh, no. Uh, yeah. I mean, good. I know they did a lot of touch-up work and all that stuff, but they're, they're movie posters. Yeah. And they're just plastered all over the place. It's just, eh. Yeah. I agree. Let's see. Favorite pinball streamer. Not close. Dead flip. How many votes did he get? 647. Wow, 647. Wow. Okay. Flip it. That was first place votes. First I'm, place I'm, I'm votes. Ass, I'm assuming that's what that means. This is number first yes, choice. Yes, it, it is. Yes. Flipping out pinball was second. I got 383. Wow. Mm-hmm. IE pinball was fourth. I know, which is weird. He just uh, I thought that would do better. Let's see. Uh, best animations and display. We got Toy Story 4. Okay. I think Jersey Jack has won this every year. Because mm-hmm, he does integrate him very well. Uh, 830. 830, Second wow. was Cactus Canyon Remake, 581. Ouch. Yep. That hurts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, is this the one you're waiting for, Bruce? No, no, no. We wait that to last. Oh, okay. Last. Favorite pinball topper, we got Mandalorian. Okay. How many votes did that this get? This one was close. This might have been... Yeah, this is the closest one. How many votes did that get? 742. Wow. Cactus Canyon, 733. Wow, that's pretty that close. That is close. That is very, very close. I kind of like Cactus Canyon because I, I like stuff I like that the fi- Cactus Canyon one better. I like stuff that physically moves as opposed yes. to just a hologram. Yep, I agree. Best Playfield gameplay and layouts. Not close. Rush. Rush. And how many votes did that get? 989. Wow. James Bond was James Bond was second, 595. Okay. Toy Story third. Wow. Let's see. Uh favorite pinball location. 
We get the uh, Next Level Pinball Museum in Oregon. Or as Bruce says, Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, it's wrong. 1,267. 1,267. That sounds like the most votes so far. Uh, yeah, that 616 was second. Wow. So there was some hard lobbying going on there. Okay. Game of the year. Rush. Not close. So how many votes did the game of the year? 1,066. <laughs> wow. So that didn't even get as high as the location no, of the year. No, And Toy Story 4 second at 530. Okay, wow. And you're going to make me do it, huh? Yep. I don't know where you're getting at here. because Oh, the total, I know exactly what I'm getting at. Because the totals really aren't that insane. Okay. Chris, Chris the podcaster, won best podcast. How many first place votes did he get? About 664. Okay. And the second was the pinball show with 405. Okay. And then it kind of dips way down. The Super Awesome Pinball Show, 291. Bro, do you even talk pinball? 257. Silverball Chronicles, 144. Mm-hmm. Slam Till Podcast, 138. So we blame Ron for our six votes less. Is that, that's the whole, I that's the whole the gimmick. Sorry. <sighs> See, we would have five. It's all on Ron. Silverball Chronicles beat Slam Tilt. Yep. I beat me. You beat yourself. So I win either <laughs> you way. You beat your me and yourself. I beat my God. God. <laughs> but thank you people for voting thank for you. us. Thank you. Triple Drain, followed by Loser Kid, followed by Pinball Profile, followed by Final Round. I think we're me and Teolis, the two doubles. Got two different yes, ones. Yes, you are. Yes. Yeah. We're on, the, we're on the doubles. But we're still... How many years have we been doing this now? Seven almost now? Middle of the pack. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a second. No, hold on. I have a question, though. What? So, some podcaster has a cutoff thing. Cutoff thing. With a tank top? No, no, not a tank top, because that'd be very un- unsexy. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going on about? I'm going for this. Oh. Now, he has a Patreon. You mean a paywall? Paywall, yeah, sorry. And Patreon also. Yeah, he has a paywall, like 600 or so people paying. So yeah, if you so go by every that, every single- one of them, yes. <laughs> I could see that, honestly. Oh, God. If you're paying for that, you're probably going to vote. So we know what that means, Bruce. We don't do it here. No, we need a paywall. Nope. Not at all. Never 100% happened. paywall. Nope. You could do that on Silverball Chronicles on the TPN network. <laughs> Very good. You just advertised for me. Thanks. I know. That means you got to do it twice now. Uh, do what twice? Advertise for us. Oh, on the other show? It's only been only once lately. I've seen this. I've heard it. Okay. Okay. Well, I only did once on this show versus you did the second time for that. I know. So you got to get Dave involved now. Okay. I hear Dave's looking for another guy. Oh, David Dennis? <laughs> yes, yes, he's looking for another. I'm not fun enough, I've been told. Is, is that true? I mean, I try to take it more seriously. You definitely take a more straight man approach. Yeah. I mean, he tries to be funny and stuff. I'm, I'm trying to be, you know, it's pinball history. Is it? And then in this podcast, you just uh, pretend there are rails and immediately go off them. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Speaking of uh, going off rails, for our last segment, we have the ball bag. Oh. There we go. And, uh... We are going to contact, I think you're going to contact the person that's been waiting for a couple months. I think it'll be next on our next next episode, I'm saying. 
Hopefully, if you can make it. Ah, uh, yes, yes. You got it. There you go. And uh, we we have multiples, so I have to go back and oh my and look again. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. First, <laughs> first, uh, first one we have is from um, Bill. Hi, Bill. Let's see. Um, oh, he's he's emailed before. This is another. Okay, just listening to episode two hundred one. I have a name for Bruce. How about my future ex co-host Bruce? Nice. <laughs> just a thought. Nice. Okay. Hey, don't forget, I've been on the show more than Ron has. No. Yes. Okay. How? Okay. I can't wait to hear this. How? How do, how do you come to that conclusion? Because you were not on one of the shows when your uh, volume didn't go on. Yeah, my voice wasn't on, but then again, you also were not on half of the uh, Lyman episode. But I was on the other half. I was still on it. And and no one knew you weren't on. I know, but I was Thanks on it. Thanks to my incredible editing. So I've been on plus one. Okay, we have an email here that says, do not read this on the air. Okay. We will not read that. We should read the whole thing and then say, oh, never mind. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn, we can't edit that out. Let's see. This is from Corey. Hi, Corey. Hi, Slamtail. Just a quick note that the audio in your new setup is fantastic. Oh, Bruce oh. sounds very velvety now. And listening oh. to old episodes, sounds like Bruce's voice is being put through a pinbot voice modulator. Pinbot stranded. Congrats on 200 plus episodes. Well, funny thing about that. <laughs> Let's go for behind the scenes of the Slamtail podcast. Yes. So two episodes ago. So 200 episodes we've used Skype. Yes. So 201, we used Zencaster. And after recording for five minutes, it blew up for Bruce, and we yep. had to reboot and restart it. And then everything was fine. And I'm like, okay, we got the new thing. We're going we're gonna to use that caster. We're going to get another person on just to test this yep. out. Yep. So then we got our third host, Zach, on. And we're recording, and we record the whole thing. We get to the end. And the way Zencaster works is it records on everyone's individual machine, like a local file. And then when it's done, you stop the recording. And it uploads the files. Well, when it uploaded the files from Bruce and Zach, we record for two hours. Zach had 15 minutes on. I had 31. Actually, Zach had 16 minutes. You had 33. That was it. That's it. That's all it fucking recorded. Oh, I was beyond pissed. It didn't give an error. It didn't say anything was wrong. I mean, it did what it was supposed to. There was no errors of any kind. And everyone I've talked to is just like, well, that's weird. We never have this issue. Only us. Only us. So I can't, and, and you might be asking, well, how did you do that podcast? Did you re-record? No. Nope. Because Ron has no trust in technology at all. <laughs> I was running in the background. I was running Audacity, which was, was re, uh, recording my headset. So I was getting Zach and Bruce that way. The only thing Zencaster actually recorded correctly was- Was him. Me. So, and also, also, uh, with the other company that you just tried before, they're now charging. Oh yes, they're, it's not free anymore. It's not free anymore. As soon as we jump on it, like yeah, we're gonna try this. And well, yeah, but also it's like yeah, you want me to pay for it if it's not gonna work? I yeah, mean, it, it needs to be somewhat reliable. Now this one, we got to look into. We're getting some slight echoing at times, so if you hear that, we are aware. I don't know why it's doing that. But I'm using this other product now, and this doesn't do video. It's just audio, but it records. Like I can download it constantly as we're recording to keep copying it off, like I used to do with Skype. 
So if everything crashes into oblivion, I still have something. So we'll see how that goes. This is recording into nice, huge wave files, too. So just that alone, it ought to be incredible. I love big wave files. <laughs> but I need to figure out why it's fucking echoing. So because yeah. we might have to try yet another product. If anyone knows of any products, or why Zencaster might have shit on us. Let's see. This is from Robert. Bruce. Oh, wait. It sent it directly to you. Oh, I don't know if I'm supposed to read this. He's, he's thanking you for, uh, for you, Zach, and the crew for hosting him at RPC. So I don't know if I was... Uh, am I supposed to read this or not, Bruce? Bruce? Are you there? Is anyone there? Bueller. Bueller. That sucked. That was sure a way to introduce yourself. Yeah, that sucked. What, what, what happened? Uh, the whole internet just died. Oh, your whole internet died. You know, the whole. I, okay, so I won't blame the software then. It's Bruce again. No, it was just the whole network. Just Kathy came in just before it died, and she's like, did you just lose the internet? I'm like, no, I'm still going. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I'll just leave that in there. So, folks, as you, as you heard, uh, we're testing new stuff, and uh, I think Bruce is the issue because he's disconnected. But, I mean, that's a good test. That was a complete internet fail on your part, and you just reconnected. Yep. Nice. That was actually the good part. And you're right on there. Yeah. So hopefully we didn't... I don't think we lost anything because we're still recording. Yeah. So maybe that's good. Maybe. But, uh, yes, we're using this product uh, called cleanfeed.net. It's based out of the UK. It's a clean machine. It's a clean machine, but yeah. Dingy, 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 dingy. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll go back to the uh, letter I was... Uh, it's, yes. it's, it's from Robert, who visited you guys. Oh, hey. Do you know who Robert is? I do know who Robert Should is. Should I read this? Is it okay? Yeah, go ahead, yeah. Thanks so much to you, Zach, and the crew for hosting me at RPC. Thanks for sharing your early stern passion with me. Always thought they were boring and slow. Wrong. Oh, he says, I was wrong. Stargazer, Cheetah, and of course, Stars gave us a good beating a bunch of times. Loved it. I might have to look at getting one. Definitely get a Stars. Definitely Lots of fun having dinner and sharing stories and tons of pinball talk. Hoping to return Rob. Yes, it was a really good time. P.S. Tell Ron I love Dialed In too. He does because he's the one that gave me the shirt. And he's a great co-host. I showed Ron the shirt and I'm going to burn it next time he's here. No! <laughs> That's an odd way of using a gift. Well, uh, It's a gift I can give Give pleasure for to myself. First. Give pleasure to yourself. Yes. I love pleasuring myself. Uh, <laughs> okay, I got an email here from the Pinball Princess. Wait, how? Whoa, wait a Whoa. How's that? How's this Inception. happen? Whoa. Would you or would you not buy that? Ooh. It is a $12,000. Oh, it, well, it was a $16,999 kiss, but now it's down to $12,000. Kiss! And you know what makes it so, so expensive? Autographed. That's right. It was signed by Paul Stanley and myself, Gene Simmons, of KISS. Only two? That's the only two that need to sign it, Bruce. We wow. are KISS. That's funny. <laughs> um, no, we would not buy it. And there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> That's right. KISS. We're just cleaning out that ball bag. Oh, yeah. Get the underside carriage. Mm. <laughs> okay let's see uh, da, 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 da. oh yes we got an email back from actually I emailed 
Tom, you might remember Tom, he was the one who emailed about Stern just giving up on Rush. Yes. And I emailed him after the accessories came out. So he'd still love to sit on the show, on the show, sit on the show, sit in on the show sometime. Wow. Uh, it says, also, any chance you guys are coming to Pinbrew next month in Northeast Ohio? Probably not. Uh, when is that? When is Pinbrew? Let's see. I think it might be this Sunday. April 15th, 13th to the 15th. Yeah, probably wouldn't be this Sunday because it's Easter. Yeah, no, it's the weekend after. So it's after Easter. So it's the 13th to the 15th. I won't be there. How about you, Bruce? I will not be there because I have to work that weekend. Oh. Because I'm off next weekend because I'm going down to Jersey. Oh, I'm sorry. Yep, got to visit family. Very sorry. Bagels. Bagels will be going. So thank you, Tom. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. This is from uh, Bill. Ron, just heading back from... Ron, it just says Ron. Okay, see you later, bye. Ah! I wonder if they all realize you don't read the ball bag at all. I read it. Sure you do. Ron, just heading back from TPF, listening once again to the past Slam Till podcast. I'm working on older episodes from the most current to the first. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's painful. But, hey, Ron was bad back then, but he's getting better. Yeah, but the way he's listening to it, I will continue to get worse. It's even bad. Mm, I'm somewhere around episode 130. It's strange listening to history backwards. Just before I send this, I was going through the COVID episodes, and at the beginning, you guys were anticipating how short COVID was going to last. Yeah. Uh-huh. So did everyone, because, uh, you know, hey. He says, I went to TV for the first time this year and had a great time. Enjoyed the movies on Friday night. Oh, yeah, they had the movies. They had the Roger Sharp movie. Yep. I'm going to get my poster from uh, Mr. Teolis. He got me an autographed poster. Oh. Steph was there Friday night for the, the Roger Sharp movie. What did you think, Steph? I thought it was cool. Um, I bought it. I mean, I guess the idea that they framed the pinball thing going in parallel with the romance of Roger and Ellen, that was a smart way to put it to appeal to a larger audience who wouldn't just go, nerds, and run away. And the guy they have is old Roger, just spot on. I, I was doubting myself. Like, that's, that's an actor, right? right? It was a really healthy dose of comedy. Put in the... Uh, Hollywood-mandated romance subplot, which, I mean, it played into the pinball well enough. You know, the family bonding and all the pinball. And it was really cool. I, I thought it was cool. thought it was informative. I liked it. I liked it, too. I bought the copy. Oh, you, you watched it? Oh, I watched it. I bought it. Wow. So you watched more than 20 minutes. I watched the whole thing. Oh, my God. On my big 86-inch TV. Oh, thank God you said TV. Yes. <laughs> it was good. I enjoyed it very much. It was nice seeing some of the Orange County pinball machines down there, including some of Howard's. And wasn't Zach's former game in there somewhere? Yes, yes. It was probably his former bank shot. Let's see, Bill continues, enjoyed the movies on Friday night, played some pinball, and looked for you. On Saturday, I even had my Silver Ball Chronicles t-shirt on. I'm not sure, but I think I saw Stu McVicker playing the new Queen Machine. Possible. You never know where he can show up. Let's see. Later, I could have swore I saw him again playing Scooby-Doo over at Spooky's area. I don't think he would have played Scooby-Doo. I don't know. Didn't get a chance to talk to him either. Plan on going again next year. Uh, Then I was off to Kentucky to pick up a pinball. And on the way back, I swung through Sugarloaf, Colorado for another machine for a friend. If I make Allentown, I will definitely look for you again. 
We'll both be there. We'll both be there. I'm guaranteed at Allentown. Allentown is like the one guaranteed Slam Tilt show where you can see both of us, us yes. celebrities that we are. Yes, if you want an autograph, it's $27.95. Oh, God. Maybe I'll get a chance to see both you and Bruce at Allentown. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. Love both podcasts. Good job. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, sir. This one is to specifically to Zach. Oh, boy. Yeah, he sent it to Zach. Zach was on last show. So he sent it to our, our very own Zach. So I, I did read this to Zach, and I got an answer from him. But hi, Zach. Hobby operator here. This is from Wayne. I just heard the episode where you said you have 70 games. Besides the game, the games you have at home and the RPC, where do you shove your games? Oh, my. I have 14 on location. Can't add any more at my two locations. Seven in the house and five in the two-car garage converted to a workshop. This house has no more orifices to fit another project pen, but I'm not done buying. No basements oh out here in the desert, which doesn't help. Need more pins. Need more tips. According to Zach, he said you just need to fit more games. Give him friends. He's got a, what is it, two-bedroom townhouse? Yes, two-bedroom. Two-level, and he's got... Games in all the rooms. Every, yeah, every room, what, 18, 20 games in there? There's four in one, four in the other. He has games three by his... at his dad's house, yeah. his mom's house, RPC, and then several friends' houses. Yeah. So that's how he does it. CPS, tell your two co-hosts, thanks for over 200 enjoyable episodes. If Beavis and Butthead ever gets made, I went Ron to pick all the audio callouts. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. By the way, uh, April 20th, 420, yeah, season two of Beavis and Butthead, or oh, the new yep. season, the yes, new Beavis and cool. Butthead will begin. Yes, it will. And they're going to get married one of the episodes. Yeah, I can't wait that. I can't wait. Okay, we got one from uh, James. Uh, I think this is actually a request. This would be for you, Bruce. Hi, guys. I'm new to tournaments, and I had a great time yesterday at RPC and plan to come for Stop West, but I have a question. Mm-hmm. The Facebook details mention the price if doing both Friday and Saturday, but not what is happening Friday. What is happening on Friday Three and strikes. what time? Three Strikes Tournament starts at 6 p.m. Okay, Three Strikes Tournament, 6 p.m. on Friday. Yes. You heard it here. Yep. And don't forget, there's more spots still available for Stomp, but they are getting tight. Okay. Okay. We are selling. Every day I get like one or two people inquiring, and I keep on selling just another one today. So I was like, yep, keep on going. remember, folks, I'm not playing, so. Yes. So you can hang out with Ron all day. In between, you'll ask Ron all these questions, and, and you'll get all the knowledge of Ron at your fingertips. The knowledge of Ron. Well, why don't you do the plug? What's stop again, Bruce? What's that all about? What's going on? On May 19th, we have a three strikes tournament at 6 p.m. at the Rochester Pinball Collective. And on the 20th, we have a match play set up. It will be starting. Doors open at 12. We start at 1. It will go mostly all day. Then we'll have an hour break for dinner. And then we'll continue on for the rest of the night for the finals. Trophies for both tournaments, and money to be won. Come one, come all. Go to our Facebook page for either Rochester Pinball Collective or Slam Till Podcast and find out the information. If you have any questions, please message me or Ron. Message Bruce. Wow. All right. The last thing in the ball bag was, oh, yeah, how many, what's the maximum number of stops? 
64. 64. Yep. And our last message was actually from our very own Scott. Hey, holy shit. We're going to see him next month. Uh, pointing us to uh, Bad Girls. That's that the uh, pin side link I sent to you, I got from him. The one that, the one to two of them? Uh, yes. Yeah. That one's pretty rough. But it's a Bad Girls, Bruce. I know. I'm trying for the other one. But I've got to get it down Bad more. girls, they bad. say. Bad girls, they say. So much. Uh, no, wait a minute. So That's... turn them on. Now <laughs> turn them on. Turn, turn on, on those, those bad, bad girls. Bad girls. When all hope is gone. <laughs> yeah. Bad girls say so much. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. We have a new hit. It's brand new. When every little bit of hope, <laughs> hope is, is gone. <laughs> bad girls say so much. It should be bad girls do so much. Ooh, la la la. <laughs> and that's why they call it the. No, no sorry. That's why they. We're, we're saying Elton John because that's going to be the upcoming Jersey Jack game from Steve yes. Ritchie, right? Yeah. You might hear that song. A lot. A lot. We got a while we were gone. We got an update for uh, James Bond. Oh, you, you did, James Bond. Yes, and you know what it did? It made it awesome. <laughs> oh. it's still terrible. Okay, like everyone's complaining. Like, look, uh, Foo Fighters is ahead of James Bond, and Foo Fighters are, have seemed like they're a lot more cooperative. They're they're no, I, it doesn't know, seem like they are way they more are. cooperative. Yeah. And don't forget, you're dealing with a big company with, you know, with Bond licensing yes. and everything like that. So it's going to take longer, but you can still change the rules. You can still change the rules. What do you think of Bond, Steph? Um. <laughs> okay. I love um, to hear the click coming off the I know, click like, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Crickets. I mean, the right ramp contraption is cool. Yeah, it it actually shoots doesn't shoot that bad. Just the rules are. It's later than you think it is. Those those shots on yes, that left, upper left flipper. That that's yes. what gets me. Yeah, yeah, but I I just say, boy, those rules are. Foo Fighter, rough. it's like the upper flipper. You can't miss a shot. No, you, you either hit like the butter. loop or you hit a ramp. Yeah, it's butter. Oh, I want to talk about another thing too. I just remembered. But go ahead, we'll go to this. Yes. Uh, yes, Bond. Uh, yes, yes you Bond. love Bond. We do love Bond. Mm-hmm. I love bondage. Oh. But uh, we need a different rule, guy. Swear to God. Oh, God. It's just a rehash. Hey, the one thing he did change in the rules, he made the song two and a half minutes long after, at the end of it. <laughs> oh, my God. It's terrible. Okay. Okay. Hey, did you see there's a new Trash Talker Invitational? Oh, God. Uh, no, I, I did not, Bruce. It's the coin operator carnage, and it's written in, like, the total carnage lettering. Total carnage! Carnage! And it's funny, the bottom is, no points, no prizes, no prisoners. That's the slogan of the trash talker. Yes, it is, and I put mine and Zach's name in. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. We are are operators. Zach is going to trash talk someone? No, 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 but you don't trash, you know, he'll just play. Have you not heard him snark? Yeah, he's snarky. He's pretty snarky. He was in the one trash talker. He didn't snark at all. I was disappointed. Wow. I expected full snark. I did not get it. 
Wow. You can have Bruce do the snarking. Well, Zach, I can snark all. I, yep. I had Stu play at the, the last trash talker, if you remember, and he was trash talking everybody. It was great. Maybe I bring Stu with me. We get him a like a little one oh, percent yes. owner. Yeah, Stu. Stu's a pretty good trash talker. Yeah, we get one percent. You know, and we can go from there. Okay, trash talker. All right. Hey, maybe we get. Maybe you can have your challenge at Stomp. You get Stu out since you're not playing. You know. Yeah, we, maybe. We, maybe can, yeah, I'm not playing, but all of a sudden it's Stu shows up and he's playing. Uh, okay. No, no, no. He plays against the challenger that you have now. Remember, you did have a challenger, and Joe is going to be there. Oh, Joe Cheravino was one yeah. of our previous episodes. He yes, he he publicly called out Stu. He called him a liar. Said yep. he never he never won the 1978 Playboy Launch Party Championship, yep. etc. Yeah. So maybe, maybe there you go. He wanted to do it at Fantastic though, but it's so far in the future, and no one's going to remember <laughs> that he called it out by then. But uh, Steph, you had a tournament coming up, didn't you? Yes, she does. Yes, I do. June 24th, I'm going to be running a women's tournament at the Rochester Pinball Collective. I think I'm calling it the Summer Solstice Super Slam. Yes, it is. Took that name from Hoops. 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 Oh, and uh, I sent Joe Lemire a nice little link to a $6,000 Hoops. Wow. You are an (laughs) asshole. (laughs) Joe Lemire wants one so bad. You keep screwing with him. It's you such are a good game. So mean. <laughs> Me? I'm not a mean person. I'm a very nice person. Uh, I like hoops. Love hoops. You know, I liked when we did this uh, tournament April 1st here. I brought a new piece of equipment yes, for the stream. Yes, you did. And it actually worked. It proved that if you can't get the shit to work, if you throw enough money at money it, in it, you will make it work. Eventually, you'll make it work. It's, it's the thing that supposedly goes through walls and shit. But I'd say for the first time, at least for the Playfield camera, we did not have a single blip the entire stream. Did you figure out how much that piece was? Uh, no, I did not. Wow, keep up the good work. It's like four or five hundred bucks. It ain't cheap. Well, I got I got Ron money, you know. So you I got Ron break. money, yes, because I am completely loaded. Yes. Yes, you are. Well, if you can afford a sixteen hundred dollar topper, God, I don't know what else there is. Well, I'm not buying games <laughs> either, Bruce. So yes. What was the last I, game you bought? That's a good question. Mm. Um, Rush probably. Okay, how much did you spend for that rush? Uh, however much a premium was then. Okay, so because they keep they keep going up. So ninety two to ninety five hundred, let's say, something right? like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ask me the last game I bought new. What Monopoly? No, 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 oh, no. Oh wait a minute! What's the last game you did buy new? I'm sure it's something you sold immediately because you didn't like it. It was. Well, I held it a little while. Um, X Men. Nope. No. Uh, Tron. Nope. Uh. Uh, You're really forgetting this? Uh, yeah, I'm really forgetting it. Rick and Morty? Rick and Morty. Oh, God. I, I wasn't even thinking of Spookies. Yeah, see? Well, you mean one that you bought. You you have z on it. I did have Z on it. Aren't you have z on uh, Scooby-Doo? I am. Yeah. What's the last game you actually, new game, you actually bought yourself and actually got and didn't just sell the spot beforehand? Batman. Wow. That's a, that's a while ago. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Make better games. Don't make better <laughs> games. Uh, Foo Fighters. I, I'll tell you, that has to win for best display in animation this yeah, year. If they really were to have awesome. the cookies right now, I know Jersey Jack wins it every year, but I'm sorry. They can't win. No. No. Not from what I saw. The yeah, animations no, are really good. In, insane. 
It has like a blues brother in it that just shows up for no reason. <laughs> it's got Devil's Tower from Close Encounters of the Third Kind. It shows know, that's up. Awesome. Uh yeah. And it does the Scooby Doo stuff. Yes, it does the Scooby Doo stuff better than Scooby Doo does. <laughs> Scooby Doo Doo. Where are you? Again, I haven't played it, so I can't tell you. You haven't played what? Scooby Doo? Scooby Doo. No, I know. Where are you? Not somewhere I can play right now. Exactly. Okay, repairs. Do you want to do any repairs? I don't have much repairs except for just RPC stuff. We're still trying to figure out why once in a blue moon on Cheetah in a four-player game, it doesn't reset. It just restarts in the middle of the game. We replaced all the diodes on the switch matrix for whatever's touching the start button. So it's literally like someone's hitting the start button when they're not. Yes. And they're starting a four-player game. That's the weirdest thing. Oh, oh, yeah. so it would have to hit it like four times. Yeah, that, yes. is, that is weird. What kind of board do you have in it? I've had a Weebly, I've had an Alltech, and I've had a regular CPO. Wow, that is fucked up. Yes, it is. Maybe there's a it, short on the whatever the start relay would be for the game. But wait a sec, it has to restart for... Times. Time, Steph. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Same, same ROM? It's uh, stuck on, so, yeah, so it's in unfortunately, quick succession, it just goes on? It just, it's, it's Zach's ROM. Oh, did you put a regular ROM in it? Yes, we have. And it doesn't do it then? It hasn't done it, but we go back to the old ROM. I mean, we go back to the new ROM, and that's when it does it. So Zach's so, bugging. And the thing is, Zach's like, well, it doesn't happen to ROMs. No. How many times do you actually play a four-player in your game now? Uh, Never. Exactly. You might want to do some test four-player games for science. The only time that happens is during stop. Although it was it was four-playered. However many games was on it last stop, and it didn't do it. I know. Weird. Very weird. So I'm going to try it in the one downstairs next. Okay. Since I have another cheetah to try it on. Any repairs, Steph? That I've actually done? No. I gotta. I have to replace a new uh, transformer board. For another Stern Electronics. So that'll be fun. I get to play with that this week. I'll just take the board out and put it on a bench and do it there, that way. Nice and easy. <sighs> All right, you because we're recording yep. later. Yes, and I got to do some connectors also. Mm-hmm. Other than that, yeah, that's about it. How many games do you have now, Steph? Four that I own and one that I babysit indefinitely. <laughs> the Metallica? Mm-hmm. And what are the other four? Uh, sea Witch, Black Rose, Jungle Queen, Fire Queen. There you go. I poked up. I picked up another game this week. You poked up another game. What did you poke up? I poked up the game show. Dead silence. Yep. And I, don't know, I actually think it's kind of funny. Is it because it's like um, big money, big yeah, prizes? TV. I love it. Yep. Yeah. For twelve hundred bucks. There you for go. $1,400. There's $1,400 with, uh, with another. I got a video game with it also. Oh, what video game do you get? You still get video games? A 48-1. A 48-1, okay. Yeah. We had Galaga in the back, Ron. I didn't even tell you. Oh! They had a couple of those at uh, TPF. Yeah. I go to play the first one. I usually just, just because I have to, I'll usually play at least one game if I mm -hmm. see it there. One Galaga. Yeah. Uh, the first one had the rapid fire chip thing in it. Ugh. That makes me walk away instantly. Like, I will not. I No. That's. You could play that forever with that stupid yes, thing in there. 
Then the other one was an original, but the um, the uh, fire button wasn't working right, which oh. kind of defeats the whole game, unfortunately. Yes. So yeah, and then the other one they had the 20 anniversary one, the Miss Pac-Man Galaga oh, one, yeah. but it wasn't on free play. Oh, so it's just Christ. sitting there. So I'm like, okay, I'm not putting money in it. No, I'm not gonna put money in this. No. Fuck that. I did not get to play Galaga. I did play. It's funny. They had a lot of those. Um, like you said, 48 and one, they had some of those that, that were running. I don't know what the hell they're running for an emulator, but I played one and I, I was trying to play zookeeper mm-hmm. and I was getting lag. I don't fucking understand. How is that possible? Yeah, How it's you, not, you, shouldn't be possible. I mean, there is some natural lag in zookeeper, i.e. when you get a lot of shit in the screen, it slows yeah, down it a little does bit. Slow down. It it's does. supposed to do it, but, but your controls still work. Yes. When you hit a button, it immediately responds. This thing was literally lagging on the controls. I'm like, what the fuck? It makes it so you can't play it. That annoys me. It's like we can't we can't properly emulate 1982 technology. It's nope. just it's just too powerful. I love Zookeeper. <laughs> you ever play? <laughs> ever play any Zookeeper stuff? Uh, no. Uh, not you, familiar uh, with that one. You awesome. jump over animals. Yes. The more animals okay. you can jump over, the more points you get, and you can make some massive jumps. It's awesome. Yeah. I love Zookeeper. Ah, uh, I think that's it, Bruce. I think it is too. All right. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, plugs. What do you mean, plugs? Uh, we are the Slam Till Podcast. We are the Slam Till Podcast. You can reach us at slamtillpodcast at gmail.com. Check out no, our website. You can? What? You can? Yes, you can. Wow. You could write us too, Bruce. I can? Yeah, you could go into the mailbox, write it, and then you would see the, your email instantly. <gasps> I could? You could. <sighs> idiot okay um sorry um episode this has been episode 203 you can check out our website at www.slamtiltpodcast.com all our episodes are there use the handy dandy search function if you want to know what episode zach's on or uh, steph's on or anyone is on hi to everyone in our cluster buck thread mm, hi boys and girls how we all doing hi steve fumble bonus hi zach Hi, Bitball Princess. She's here. Hi. <laughs> Is there anything you want to plug, Steph? Rochester Pinball Collective hosting Women's Tournament June 24th. There is a Facebook event, the uh, Summer Solstice Super Slam, for details. It's going to be max match play with a ladder final. It's going to be a lot of fun. Excellent. You have anything else, Bruce? Uh, what else do I have? Hey, we're looking for... We're looking for a cheaper bad girls. They see multiple bad girls. They're not cheap enough for Bruce yet. Well, the one is pretty beat up, so I was like, uh, you know, so it's like, uh. uh well, bad girls, actually, that, that reminds me of something, being a Gottlieb. Bad girls. Oh, yeah. Oh, y- no. Yeah, yeah. I thought oh, I'd bring no. this up. This is funny. But it, it ties into a conversation, a, a thing I've had in the past about enjoy shows while they're there. Enjoy collections while they're around because you never know if they're going to go away. Because most of these places, they don't have succession plans, if you will. No, they don't. So we got a message recently that um, Pinball Resource, not accepting uh, email orders anymore. Because uh, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy 
the guy that did it for 20 years, I think he was the only guy that did the email orders, is, is not doing them anymore. So guess what everyone has to do now on? And I would assume that means he's probably the only one that ever did email orders. Yes. Uh, so now everyone's going to have to call an already hard to get into because he has like one line. So you just have to yeah. keep calling, keep calling, keep calling, keep calling, keep calling. Why are sales cutting down by 30 to 40%? <laughs> but when I think of, I always think of, of Steve. Steve Young has forgot more about parts than probably anyone will ever know. Yeah. And I know people have gone to his place to pick up parts and stuff. And they say that he just, he just knows where everything is. Yep. It's just all in his head. And it's just like, I think, what happens when he retires or is gone? Oh, you're screwed. Yeah, I yeah, I think a lot of Gottlieb owners are going to be screwed. Screwed, blued, and tattooed. So support them while you can, because you never know what happened. Yeah. So if you need parts, make sure you get lots of them. Yeah, really stock up. Stock up. Oh, have your part numbers when you call. There's breakfast ramen, ranch ice cream, peep Coca-Cola, and Funyun-flavored Lay's. Uh, Funyun-flavored Lay's I've had. They're wavy now. Pretty good. Wavy Funyun. Wait a minute. Pinball Resource sells that stuff? I was not aware of this. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh. She's wow. plugging what she wants to plug. That's what Didn't she you know there's a PBR food uh, grocery store that you can call in? And you get yelled at if you say the name of the stuff wrong or something. I want a Chiquita banana. <laughs> no, it's Chiquita. <laughs> Idiot. No banana for you, click. You're banned. You call it, What's your customer number? What? Yeah. Customer number? <laughs> What the fuck are you talking? Click. What? We went to, Sir, we got disconnected. No, we didn't. Click. <laughs> Why are you watering that part? That's not even the right part. Well, I want to use it here. I don't care. Click. Click. Sales are down 80% this year, honey. <laughs> I don't know why. Soldier <laughs> <laughs> should have retired last year. <laughs> okay. uh, but seriously, thank you, Steve Young. My, my Surfing Safari thanks you, and so does my Alien Star. Yes, and the parts for Stargate that we're working on. Yep. And what does he always say? He has the logo there, like play your games or enjoy your games. Something yes. like that. Yeah. So everyone, I'll rip him off. Enjoy your games. Until next time, say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, John Lee.
Oh my my. Oh my my. Can the edit's going to kind of suck once yes, again. <laughs> Is there ever a good edit? No, not lately. At this point, no. So while you guys were reading the ball back, I was going through my photos from TPF. I found a photo. I'm not going to post it. I will show you. It's a picture of the picture, and you will see why I was laughing. Hey, that guy's picking his nose. Yeah. I managed to get the perfect moment of someone being deep in. Oh, yeah. That's a really good one. He's mining for copper. <laughs> mining for copper. Oh, my wow. God. Wow.